0: but we'll showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to BFTExpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you.
1: Hello and welcome to the Future Tech Podcast. I'm Alan Thomas. Today I'm joined by Alex Bites. Co-founder and CEO of Vine on Brick. How you doing, Alex?
2: I'm doing fine, thanks, Alan. How are you?
1: Oh, I'm I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Let's uh, jump right into it. What is Vine on Brick, and what do you guys do?
2: Vine on Brick is a building industry platform, and we are connecting everybody who is who touches the building. But we are—it's kind of a complex world, many moving parts and we need somewhere to start so we're starting with escrow for small construction projects so escrow between you and your contractor assuming that you are the homeowner that you're not the contractor uh so that's that's what we that's what we're focused on right now and after that you'll be just adding more and more okay and so do you you mainly have
1: homeowners coming to you or do you have contractors coming to you or is it a little bit of both
2: is it a mix It's a little bit of both. Uh, We see homeowners coming first, and we are, to be honest, we are marketing aggressively to homeowners at the beginning. But in general, we are helping both of them, and they're both coming to us. Uh, There is uh, in that uh, in that um, process of payment between two of them uh, in a transaction, monetary transaction between two of them, there is pain on both sides. So we are helping. Two of them go through that process easier with less friction between them and um a little bit with more trust on both sides since there's pain on both sides, we see them both coming to us
1: and so vine on brick is kind of like the neutral party between the two that both of them
2: can trust yes that is that is uh, our idea that we are going to be a party that everybody that both sides can trust and a place where they can keep where um, history of their of their relationship and the process and the building and the project uh, lives and exists. So it's in, it's a place where they keep their data that they collect that they produce along the way. For example, photos, uh, documents, uh, files, uh, drawings. They're common common um, way of communication between them and they're using that right now, except there is no central place with lips. So if if you collect them all on one on brick, it's easier for both sides. In a way sometimes I refer it as uh, refer it to as a source of truth. So there is one place where both of them can look at and uh, what happened on the platform happened so there is no more doubt. Did it or there is no discussion. Did it happen? Did it not happen? was it three weeks ago or one week ago, there is a place to turn to.
1: So it's about transparency. Both sides can see all the data in just one central place.
2: Exactly. Transparency is a good word, and I would add to that accountability towards each other. So both of them can be more accountable to each other.
1: And and let's talk about how Vine on Brick came about. I mean, were were you already in the construction space, or or how did the company, how was the company formed?
2: That's that's a little bit longer story. Um, I was in, let's let's talk a little bit about it uh, from the beginning. Probably I was in construction industry, architectural service industry since uh, since ever since '93 probably, um, and I was running a company my own company since '99. Uh, along the way, I finished business school at UCLA, and before all of that, I was a programmer in '80s. So. And that uh, that time, it dates me a little bit. It was COBOL Fortran. So not the today's programmer, but all day. Still, knowing that what is possible and looking at what is possible technologically, right? what technology can do, and working in a space that is kind of, I would say, stone age in terms of technology is a little bit frustrating. Now, finishing business school on top of that and sitting on the meeting when there is a if people are making decisions on a like $200 million project, each decision is measured in tens of thousands at least. And sitting in the meeting, looking at the people making decisions based on the Excel file where we keep kind a of list of what needs to be done, meanwhile, nobody knows who has the latest Excel file. Who owns the latest Excel file is a little bit um, at least frustrating so, out of that um you no know, on the other side that's one side that's the organizational side e- uh, efficiency side of, of the problem on the other side, thinking about what over the last 20 years what was the 20, 25 years what was what is the what is the my my personal as a owner of the business as professional in this industry, what is my biggest problem that i if i could solve what would make my life easier, and that's kind of the easy answer: the payment, being paid, first being paid at all, and then pe- being paid on time, without much trouble, without much uh, much uh, thinking. Am I going to be paid? Is really a huge problem in our industry, and that's where it came to Vinyl Brick. That's how it came to that's how it came to Astro. Um, now, from that point going forward, things are just falling in place. If you, resolve ask, if you resolve transaction, and if you can have people, if you can have data on the on the platform, that resolves many problems. Everybody's life is easier. Even if it comes to the, even if it comes to the to dispute, if you have history of what was going on, it's much easier for arbitrator or the lawyer to make a decision to make a case um then that aside our our industries i've been waiting for all 20 years 10 25 years i've been waiting for somebody to help us a little bit to use technology to help us meanwhile everybody all the big players in the industry are sitting in their own silos because there is enough money for them in their own silo and nobody's connecting kind of we do for example we would do we do drawings, we do elaborate model in Revit right now. And that model has model of the building. And that model has all kinds of information about the, all parts of the building. And then we take that model and we print it in PDF, we print it on paper. And all the information that we put in the model is that exists in the model is reduced to print on the paper and that print on the paper doesn't know anything about the building doesn't know it's not aware of itself so it's just a print and it takes somebody else some professional on the construction site or on on the client side or on the consultant side to look at the paper and make make a uh, make sense out of it which is in today's day and age of technology it's really huge uh, loss for all of us so far kind of in a way disrespect towards the work that people have done putting data in the model now autodesk is not going to do anything about it nor anybody else our goal would be to bring all the the data together now i just said there is that about the model when you talk about a, and you talk about a whole process from buying the house where you have agent you have sometimes lawyer uh you have the bank you have after that, after you do you have a, you have the um, um, title insurance company, you have escrow company for the transaction, you have inspectors, you have um, after you're done with all that, you have architect comes in to take a look at the building, you have contractor, so assume, uh, assuming you're going to do remodel, you have a contractor, then you have equipment, and then you live in the building. So all these guys, all these professionals are keeping themselves in their own silo, they don't care. Uh, agent sells the buildings, he says doesn't care. He says, You're on your own now, I'm done. Lawyer does his job, I'm done. Um architect comes in, he does his job and says, Look, I have other other things to do, I'm done here. No more fee for me. Uh contractor does the job and by the end of the job he says, I'm done. I I have some something something else to do. So Meanwhile, that same house lives for years kind of for probably longer than us and um it has its own history and it's probably a oh, no now in l a it's a million dollar asset or more right or less it's our whatever whoever lives in it it's their biggest asset and I feel it's a little bit um a little bit irresponsible towards our biggest asset not to have history and at the end. We are going to sell it as is. We are going to list it and say, "Here, here is the house as is. Where is the history? Well, I don't know. There was, a, was there was there a flood? Maybe I don't know. I was not at home. Maybe there was a flood here as is, which is uh, and other parties are going to buy it as is and run again the same cycle. So I feel that's not fair towards towards the asset itself, towards the home. And my bet is that in ten, fifteen years from now, it'll be not okay to have a house without a without a record about it. The two house, the two two homes we you have we you have two exact homes, one next to each other. They're exactly the same. One has the record, the other one doesn't. That one with the record is more valuable than the other. Even in that, even if in that record it says that there was a flood, still there is a record of what happened we know what happened and we can plan for plan for it if you don't know what happened then it's a big unknown so i can go on and on about uh what about the building and what we, what else goes into it but for now let's stop it let's stop it at this <laughs> well and and let me ask you for for
1: consumer, for homeowners and contractors who are Coming to Vine on Brick to use your services. What does that starting process look like? What does the onboarding process look like for the homeowner or the contractor, or
2: actually both? Well, uh, let's. I'll take a. I'll take a simple example. They can. There are many onboarding points where they can come to just to post files, to, just to look at something, post files, for example, to exchange files or have a com- keep a conversation going. But I'll give you a simple example of let's say escrow. So uh, they would come to the platform we need three things from them. They would click on new task and define a task and task for the task we need. We'd like, we would like them to put in at least three things. Uh, one is description of what needs to be done. The second one is date. So what's the timeline for this. And third one is how much it's going to cost. Um, with those three, we can go forward as, as soon as they, as soon as they, uh, agree on those three. We can go forward, and the homeowner can fund the escrow account and as soon as that is done, a contractor can start and along the way, preferably, they would put some data on the platform, meaning they would use our app to uh, to take pictures every day after work kind of each each worker at the construction site would put whatever he was uh, he did that day uh, Homeowner would do the same. They would exchange files on the platform, uh, information, decisions made. Uh, after a few weeks or a few months, that process would be done. Contrast would say, here's, here's the invoice. Here's the final invoice. I'm done here. Homeowner released the money, and everybody's done. That's the, simp- that's the simplest one, simplest process. Um, along the way, many things can happen. So they can negotiate at the beginning about the task. They can negotiate at the end. You didn't. You were not on time, for example. I expect a little bit of discount, and many other things that can happen along the way.
1: Now, when when beginning to use the platform, we, you said they they bring that basic information in order to get started. Is there a minimum timeline for the project or a minimum budget that it needs to have in order to be able to use the platform?
2: No, we are not limiting limited to mid- minimum budget so any budget is fine. Um, we are also in t- terms of limitations we are trying to leave it open to to the users. Um, this process each each pro- each project is different. Each contractor is different. Each each uh, each contractor has its own ways. Each homeowner has different preferences and each project each house is different which makes each project really different. There are no two projects the same. Uh, So our task, our big task, and our I wouldn't say secret sauce, but one of our very important um, missions going forward is to keep it flexible enough so they can can, uh, uh, modify it and customize it for their own need. Uh, They can upload their own contract. Um, They can they can bring whoever they want, so they can they can meet outside of the platform. They can bring bring arbitrator outside of the platform, so uh, they can bring consultants out, outside, meet them in the real world, and bring them to the platform to this, for this project. So, really, we are trying to impose the least limitations we can.
1: And so, in putting together the platform, what are some of the challenges that you and your team encountered in those those starting days? And getting the platform up and getting the first
2: users onto it. Um, there is one. There, there are f- few that I can tell you about. For example, my uh, one of uh, one of our none um, of my my that I I can tell you about personally, um, especially at the beginning. But at the beginning of any conversation, people I would say we do ask for for small construction, and the next question would be what? And then I say uh, repeat the same sentence. And they would say, ah, so what tells me? What tells me? What that tells me is that people are, people understand every word, and people understand the concept of escrow and small and construction, but they don't. They're not used to the concept. It somehow comes new to them, and uh, that's one of the things. For example, that I kind of uh, we expected a little bit, but not. It showed so so kind of a. It was so obvious and so consistent that it was a little bit shocking to us. Um, The other thing that I would say is um, we also knew from before. We expected it, but not to that extent. There is a rift between tech guys and our industry, construction and anything from the building industry when you talk to tech guys about construction they don't it kind of it flies by them they don't notice it they don't um, they don't see it really uh, they see usually what they would what people are after what's easy to see is 5% 5% commission um, on the sale of the house and everybody understands that because it's easy concept and it's lots of money so everybody's after that 5% but the rest of it kind of not so not so easy to not so easy to grasp on the other hand talking to people in the industry they are not thinking about tech at all they're busy with their construction site they're busy with their real real life problems with their employees with problems on the problems with the real world and when you talk to them technology they kind of wave the hand and say yeah yeah right Call me in, in, call me in six months, kind of, or whatever. I don't have time now, um, and that's one of the reasons why we are aggressively going after homeowners, not after contractors. For example, um, once they go through the process and say, once they are forced to go through the process, then they say, Ah, look at this. We can use this. This was this was a good experience. We can use this, but not before, not at in, at front in front. So those are those are the two that are kind of interesting and that, that are we kind of expected expected but not at that um, level. And so what would you say are some
1: of the, the the big wins that you've had so far? Big big achievements that you've had so far in, in putting together the platform. Um
2: big wins are when people come to us and say this was easy in a in a way our sec- our success story is really a boring, uneventful one when everything went well and they just did what they were supposed to do and everything went well. So that's for us success. Also success is when they have a dispute and then they come to the conclusion. They sort it out. One of the successes they're all they're all kind of um, they're all anecdotal and there is no hard data to tell you. But when they say when I, when you talk to them and you see um, the pain, I mean, we try. It's that's one of. If you go to the previous question, what was the, what was the, what was, what were the hard stuff? What was the hard point at the, at the beginning? Uh, how do you document the pain? How do you? When I talk to people from construction from construction industry, for example, contractors, and you ask them, does it happen that people don't pay? And at that moment, you see pain on their face. And how do I put that in data? How do I show that, for example, to investors and say, look, there is pain? Um, that was really challenging at the beginning. But when you see that pain, when you, and when, you when they tell you about it, and when you tell you how it's, uh, this is really easy, it's much easier for us. For example, what would contractors tell us? It's much easier for us when we see the money in the account. And we know that money is available, That money that homeowner has the money all in one place. It's not that he has half of the money and half of the money he's going to get from his aunt or somehow else or from his next paycheck. But there is money to finish the project, much easier to finish the job. It's much easier to plan and go forward. Uh, On the other hand, when we talk to homeowners and say, look, now when I have money in the escrow, it's much easier when contractor tells me next week. He tells me I'm not going to show up this week. I'll show up next week, and I feel secure because I have my money safe. And those are those are the those are probably for me personally. Those are the the those stories where people say when you can see on their faces that it's much easier for them. Those are the those that's the success for me, personal.
1: And so when putting together the platform, and I'm sure I'm sure there'll be refinements along the way and that kind of thing. But in putting together the platform. I, I, Has has there been any ideas that anybody suggested to you where you said, well, this is a little bit too ambitious for right now, or this would be a little bit too much for right now, maybe later on in in another
2: version, a later version of it? Well, I think I'm the... I'm the recipient of that answer mostly kind of to myself, you know, <laughs> I have a whole list of what I really want right now. And I, I know I cannot expect it and it cannot, I, I know I can get it right now, but, uh, there is a whole list of coming. Kind of, and sometimes I feel bad that I have to tell people, look, give me a few months, give me six months, give me a year. You'll we'll get there. But in a way that's, I don't know. I feel bad to tell them that too often, but in a way, it gives me great, uh, great um, reason to get up from get up and go to work in the morning and l- work late evenings and work weekends and go out beyond. You know, with all the all the problems of startups, uh, go forward because. I really, really wanna solve all these problems and when they tell me they want it, I wanna solve them even more.
1: <laughs> so 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 uh, pretty much so those ideas
2: pretty much come from you then. <laughs> I I'm the worst, yes, I think I'm the first. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let me let let me backtrack on that um usually in most of the conversations that I had so far with people, there is something that they tell me that I if if it's not a straight idea what to do, I get an idea what to do or to adjust my idea or to adjust my thinking about it or to open a new kind of a window into a new way of looking at things. So every conversation is really, really beneficial.
1: Ah, OK. And, and in terms of what the roadmap is going to look like for you guys over the next 12 to 24 months, the next couple of years of
2: vine on brick,
1: what does that look like? What will it look like?
2: Uh, for us right now, uh, escrow is really our focus at this point, and we need to there. Are, there are few few things straightforward we need to work on right now. Few few additions. Uh, aside from that, uh, next thing is uh, all the small workflows supporting escrow, uh, and for example, uh, timelines, uh, improving timeline, improving uh, communication, improving adding. Uh, for example, request for for decision is my favorite uh, kind of. Uh, we need a decision now on this this way or that way, which is uh, very which I think would uh, would um, I'm big on that one because this is decisions time of decisions on construction site are very important. Very it kind of resolves a big problem. Um, so that would be the workflows would be the next thing and then. Next after that, as we see it right now, is uh, focusing on uh, bringing focus. I see all these kind of. When I say we are going to focus on purchase order next, I don't think escrow is going to stop at that point. There will be team team that is going to push escrow all the time, and team that is going to push workflows all the time, and then next thing will be team that pushes purchase orders and um, deals with uh, deals with um, with the um, uh, purchasing of materials um, through the platform and then after that probably um, one of the things that we want to do is go international early because this problem is all around the world and i cannot imagine i cannot imagine i cannot think of any any place in the world where this is not a problem probably switzerland would be our late last Country to go to, based on the my expectation that kind of that's the that's the country where I would say there is most trust in the business dealings. Uh, but uh, everything else, there, uh, kind of all the other countries, all the other other places in this world have the same problem. And um, that would be that's how I see our one of our next moves to so go internationally and uh just keep on keep on going i have a whole list as i said and as far
1: as our listeners go what what would be the big takeaway that you'd want them to take away from this interview what's the one big takeaway or a couple of big takeaways um
2: i would say try it out uh, if you have i know i know that people don't have a need for this type of service but try it out Give us a shout if you have if you have any ideas if you have, really any conversation is good any uh, anything that if you feel that um, you have something to tell us please go ahead make a contact tell us uh, I feel that um, we are that since we all have houses well, not not all but let's say us 63% of people live in their own houses. Uh, there is something for you. If you're not going to use escrow, you can record things about your house on our platform. And uh, after so many years, you're going to have a history. Instead of... My my thing is don't... Um, instead of digitizing your history, start first collecting your history and then you'll have something, even though if you need to digitize the last few things, it's much easier than start from the beginning.
1: Okay, well... Alex, uh, what is the best way for anyone to get in touch with you? uh, Get in touch with Vine on Brick. What's the best way to get in contact?
2: Vine on Brick, you can find on vineonbrick.com. Me, you can find at alex at vineonbrick.com. So I would say that those are two straight, straightforward, straightforward ways to contact me, and and the company. To learn about the company linkedin is fine i i kind of i don't know if it's a blessing or the curse but my name is easy there is not many people with my name so i'm kind <laughs> of easy to find <laughs> so any channel is good all right great well uh alex we want to
1: thank you for coming on to the podcast and and just sharing your time and, and your knowledge with us thank you thanks
2: alan this was a pleasure
0: but will showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to BFTExpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you. You have been listening to Almost Here